Welcome back to Empathy Always Wins, your mental health leadership daily show with Ali Salama. معكم علي سلامة. And today, what we will be discussing is um, a little bit around what's happening in, in in Egypt. I think what is happening in Egypt is truly revolutionary in the sense that um, today we actually have a really special guest who is part of this major major revolution. Uh, she leads one of Egypt's biggest youth movements and magazines, Teen Times. Um, we had a very quick chat um, around what this all means. Uh, how can you know men play a, a role in this critical time? Um, anyways, won't take much time in this introduction. Quick shout out to Ash. Yeah, Ashraf, yeah, Malim, yeah, Amelina, Mazika, for all the hitta. One of uh, the very talented Egyptians. I am biased a little bit towards Egyptians. I just feel that Muhammad Salah just uh, wrote history for our country, being the first Egyptian uh, to win the Premier League. Anyways, however, let's hop into today's episode with Fadila. Let's really dive into it. A girl just wants her bed and like chocolate ice cream and nothing else. <laughs> Tell me. Okay, so Bussi, uh, we won't be long. Uh, just I want you to talk a little bit more about Teen Times and how you play the role in uh, in this really, really uh, powerful movement. Um, and uh, what are you seeing that needs to be uh, that needs to change? And 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 what are, what are the roles of 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 or what is the role of men in this? Because I know that this is a call to action, especially for mm. me. I really, really, really advocate for that. I think this is an ungendered discussion this is uh, this is just equally as important for men as it is for for women because uh, the welfare of our society is is one at the end so just yeah. go for it like start by teen okay i'll start from the very beginning because i think uh, the story is a lot more relevant if we go back to where it all started and so when i was 15 i was trying to apply to other well well-known digital and like you know, print magazines and websites in the country um, to start speaking up about that, uh, about things that matter to us as a generation, about being young, about what I want and what I think represents me, not what they think represents me. Um, and everybody legit said no, if I even got a reply. Like when I got a reply was, sorry, you're too young. And so a year later, I was so just fed up with everything. I just launched Teen Times in legit 30 minutes. Like I opened my laptop, I was like, screw this shit. I'm going to do my own thing. And I launched, I watched uh, three YouTube videos on how to launch a website and I just started. I had no team, I had no plan, I had no vision. I, had no, I was like, I'm so fucking fed up of not seeing people like me represent me. Like the, the images on TV all over the world, not just in Egypt, of young women is so inaccurate. And it promotes so much shit from diet culture to rape culture and the sheer amount of violence that is perpetuated through that. Even like feminist thought is in no way, shape or form applied. Like it's like, it's like comparing like this, what we're seeing of feminists in the country and in the region is, is like the white second wave feminism. We are that far behind. We're stuck in the seventies and, and we have not progressed forward in any way, shape or form. Um, 
And uh, Teen Times has always advocated for women. And I guess that is something that uh, is very well known, not just because we open the conversations about menstruation, about sex education, about mental health, but also because we shared the stories of all the girls that were abused and were almost raped and were sexually harassed that the, the regional media refused to talk about. Stories like Jana Muhammad, who was five years old when she was um, uh, raped by her uncle and, and her grandma to cover up her uncle's, her son's crime, um, burned her genitalia and the girl died. She was five years old. Nobody talked about it in the media, but we did. When Amira Riz, who was 15, killed her would-have-been rapist and was detained for it and was put under the investigation for 15 days, nobody talked about it, but we did. And so you start to ask yourself, to what extent have we moved away from, from doing what is right to do what we think could be right in relation to how much money we're going to make off of this? Because, because let's be honest here, the people who do talk about the stories that matter most of the time talk about them to gain views and badha profit. And capitalism is part of the patriarchal structure, and that's, I think, something that we have to make sure of. Uh, in this movement, but like what's happening right now is we said, like we set up a disclaimer and we went out and said exactly like eight days ago, we have talked about so many issues. We have fought for so many people. We have raised our voices and screamed ourselves hoarse all over Twitter and Instagram and even like in real life with, with our own connections with other um, agencies or other people or other influencers and like whatever. And, and can we just sit this one out, please? Like we're just tired. We want to sit this one out. And my kids were very tired as well, because what people don't realize is I've got a fully functioning team of 13 to 19 year olds. This is not an easy task. But um, we, I don't want to say I felt guilty, but I felt so guilty. I thought to myself, maybe, maybe this one time, this one time we will actually have backup. Maybe this one time people will listen. You know what? Fuck that shit. I'm going to go for it. And we couldn't talk about the case legally, um, but what we could do was offer aid, offer support, offer helpful posts, start reposting the things that we did in the past, all, everything about teaching people about revenge porn, about the patriarchy, about uh, how shit the bro, the bro code is, so on and so forth. Um, because as a community, Teen Times is a community more than it is a platform, to be quite honest. Um, and I'm very proud to say, you know, within that small community, we've normalized menstruation, we've normalized talking about mental health, we've normalized going to therapy, we've normalized uh, asking for help when we need it, no matter what that help looks like, even if it, it means, hey guys, I don't understand this, how can I, how can I understand this? And so I think as Gen Zers, this is what we do. I mean, I think you relate <laughs> yep. to a very big extent. In our, in our, we were not just we were not just oppressed, I guess, by the patriarchal system as young women, but the patriarchal system does not just include men, it also includes the women who have refused to give us opportunities because we were younger, because they called our ambition recklessness and um, they just called us rash yeah. um, because they said you're not good enough. And so I just, 
I don't even know. Are you seeing? How are you seeing voices of girls now change? Like, let's let's direct this to the. They haven't changed. Rising me me too movement. They ha- they haven't changed. Obviously That's very the powerful, thing, right? Like, do you think that now we're seeing, yes? Now we're seeing like a shift in power dynamic that we've never seen before, right? Like in eight days, in in in, in eight. But days. you're not seeing a shift in power dynamic. That's the question. Okay. Okay, that's what it, I want. It's not a shift in power dynamic. It is not a shift in power dynamic, as much as it is just fucking finally being heard. Okay. Because because if you look at Twitter about the women that are talking all over Twitter and Instagram now, they're the same young girls who've been talking for the last four or five years. Okay. They have. It is what changed was the fact that for the first time, in however long it's been since we've been trying to like go at this, mm-hmm. we've had backup. Men have, some men have honestly just come out and been like, I support you for the first time in ever. Yeah. And some older women who have refused. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm one of the, yani, very, yani, uh, yani, I actually never supported. Uh, in fact, like Sabah yesterday was telling me, Ali, you are a feminist, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, do not label. I think it'll, it'll take a little bit to digest, but uh, I don't mean to, 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 yeah. to come off like that, but I think that, this i'm just so in awe by the severity of what's happening and i'm just really being honest here because i just never seen you know when you talk to those 14 or 15 year old girls and they're telling you about their stories and it's it's not it's not a matter of of of, of opinion it's a matter of this is happening what are you going to do about it that's it yeah. it's not a matter of yeah uh, i oh i believe this is this is this maybe or this it's actually it's it, it what's happening is that Young young girls are are are, are really being uh, physically, verbally, and 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 sexually abused, assaulted, and that's happening within our circles. And that's something that maybe someone like you always knew, but maybe someone like me uh, never really had that at the forefront. And whether I like it or not, this is affecting their mental health. And I don't know if you know, but so with my sort of coming out on mental health as a result because of my mom. So if, if we're not going to have strong in, independent women that are able to uphold not just families, themselves before they uphold society, then what are we doing? And this is why I really stand up for... for, for 100%. All. And I was just having this conversation yesterday. I even posted about it and I was like, I was an outspoken feminist when I remained in a space where I was being verbally and emotionally abused for four years. I was an outspoken feminist when I was cuckold more times than I care to count. And I just froze and found myself not able to report or even like spit back in that person's face because I know that I'm that kind of person. I'm the kind of person who does not stay quiet. But in these moments, I felt crippled and I felt alone and I felt just helpless and powerless. Not because I am not aware, but because I knew for a fact that if I spoke out alone, I'll probably get fucked over. Not, not, not my attacker, not my abuser, definitely. Yeah. And so the whole, I mean, victim blaming is not something new and it will not go away overnight. And this movement is powerful as hell, but we need to recognize, you know, this is, the work has not been done. It has to be sustainable. The work has not been done. It's just beginning to be done. I mean, this is the start of the movement. This is but the start of the fight. Help? How can we help you? Like if you had one minute to literally give one, two, three points, sum them up, 
and this is the whole entire takeaway of this chat. How can someone like me, um, a father, a mother, or who do you see playing the most vital role right now in aiding such a thing and having it being sustainable and having longevity with this message? Because this isn't going to take, again, this isn't going to happen in a sure. day or two. Yeah. But so who can actively help enforce this message? Men and parents. Men, because there's this, there's this idea or theory, I guess it's been put forward in this book called Language and Sexuality, and basically says, man fucks woman, subject, verb, object. That's the patriarchy. The man is the subject, he's the active agent. The woman is objective for the point where she is not an active agent. And so the only way to break away from the force of the patriarchy is for men to mobilize themselves. It is for men to go forward and start educating themselves. When I, as a survivor, go to up, up to my male friend and I be like, what you're saying is hurtful or harmful, and they tell me, this is part of the problem. Which is actually but, being a little bit more empathetic. Yani, and, and 100%. And yourself and, and, and the other person's freaking shoes. Uh, uh, I was just saying that human decency no longer exists. Human decency is respect and compassion. Nobody's, nobody's decent anymore. Nobody knows what respect is. Nobody knows what compassion is. And nobody wants to do both. Like, our experiences, our privileges, just just we're, we're supposed to be equal. This is not supposed to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're supposed, we're supposed to be one. I don't think, you know, and, and that's why, like, when Sabah is telling me into your heavens and all that, you know, maybe, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But at the end of the day, maybe I just care about human beings and maybe I just care about women because I see that uh, they are not given uh, the same voice that I'm given as a man. And, and I didn't choose to be a man, and neither did she choose to be a woman, but I do choose to be a little bit caring and a little bit kind because at the end of the day like yeah. in Tishufti when uh, when this actor died uh, everyone look at how everyone was talking about this person we're all gonna go but at the end of the day how are you gonna use your voice and what are you gonna leave behind right and that's all that matters and I think that you know giving a little bit of, 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 of decency to the women that now have access to all those tools that we have and they're gonna only be advanced those tools in the next upcoming years i think this is how we're going to change and i love what you're doing Fadila, and keep doing thank what you. you're doing and i just wanted to bring your voice up on the show and really mm-hmm. just yeah, and show people what 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 a small snippet of, uh, of 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 a major key player of this revolution is doing because at the end of the day this is only going to be the start of something that will keep on happening so long as this proves to be effective which it ha- which it has to a certain extent um yeah. so keep doing what you're doing and uh, you. I'll, I'll put your contact information down in the show notes below yes uh, thank you so yeah. much and I'm thank you for having me love thank you right back at you Lord. thank you yeah. so this was it this was our chat with fadilo um founder of teen times Please leave a message for Fadila, um, whether it be in DM on my personal at Ali Salema or DM Teen Times. Uh, she is very active and she needs, we all need your support. So thank you so much for your time. I hope this 
really gave you a little bit of an insight as to how a young woman in Egypt who is one of the most vocal women actually feels. Um, Egypt is becoming better every single year and we still have a lot of work to do. But this is kind of a really representation of what women feel in developing developing countries. I, I just said developing right now. Anyways, this is it for today. It's a little bit of a longer episode, but um, take care, guys. And we'll see you tomorrow in a new episode around why I actually think, you know, uh, we need a little bit more attention on uh, mental health. And what does that all mean? What what, what is what does this revolution mean to mental health in um, in people in the Arab world? And um, I'll also touch on the, the Azhar statement, uh, which is the religious body uh, of governance. Does that even make sense? It does in Egypt. For those who do not know what Al-Azhar is, uh, Google it. And uh, it is a very powerful institution. I think uh, the uh, the Azhar Grand Imam is the most powerful Muslim in the world. So um, that's just as a little bit about um, what we'll, we will be discussing tomorrow uh, around women's rights. And um, we'll tie it to mental health as well. That being said, thank you guys for tuning into episode. What? what did I just say? Thank you guys for tuning in to Empathy Always Wins. I'm always going to keep the bloopers because I am human. I am far from being perfect and we will learn together. So see you guys tomorrow. Feel free to DM me at Ali Salama with any comments, any suggestions, any topics, any news outlets that you want me to cover, any youth leaders you want me to feature. I just lost breath there, but we're in it. And just remember, in life and in business, empathy. Bitta'atuf, daiman. We will always win together.